Hello and welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today we're going to be talking about Justice League, the newest movie that we had to see for our podcast. Um, <laughs> Justice, <laughs> Justice League was uh, yeah, another... I, Anthony says that, but he was really excited and he, he, so much so that he spent Thanksgiving there. That's his family. So. I sure did. I sure did. I tweeted about it, took a picture, uh, was by myself in the theater seeing one of the biggest, supposed to be one of the biggest movies out during Thanksgiving. Uh, so another superhero movie, Zack Snyder terrible we've talked about him on the podcast and then he got basically kicked off the movie and josh josh we didn't finish it let's not say that exactly because remember he uh, his daughter i think committed suicide so he left for personal reasons largely uh yeah uh, well so, but it, it, it was kind of a it was a combination job though yeah so J- josh we didn't finish the movie uh everyone the only, I guess, Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller are on this movie, and then Gal Gadot's back, Ben Affleck's back, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, uh, Diane Lane back in this movie. Um, yeah, and, I mean, and this guy named Ray Fisher, who I've never seen before, plays Cyborg. Yeah, yeah, Ray Fisher plays Cyborg. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think neither of us liked the movie. I, I guess did did you like it? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I would say it wasn't like as terrible as like Dawn of Justice or Man of Steel. That's about the best thing I can say about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. I kind of wish it was more terrible. Yeah. It's, it's kind of in the middle of, well, I think at this point our expectations are so low that it's, right. it might, it might be hard for it to be super terrible. Uh, it, I, I mean, it's, it's not good. There's a lot of problems with it and I don't really know. It, it's just weird to think that, they this big company Warner Brothers will watch this movie and like stylistically be like yeah all of this makes sense all of this is good. Well, and, well, I mean, the, after after Dawn of Justice made like eight hundred million dollars, they're like oh yeah it's all good even if people don't necessarily think it's a good movie so we'll keep doing it. But this one definitely didn't make as much money off the bat. Didn't break a hundred yeah. million dollars on its first weekend. Who knows exactly what that means going forward? Like all of these movies are up in flux, presumably really aside from Wonder Woman two. Um, you know, like the flash is on its like third director, which is a shame because I actually liked Ezra in this movie. And uh, uh, yeah. the Batman movie was originally going to be a Ben Affleck vehicle in all aspects, and now it might be in no aspects. In no uh, aspects. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, it. I mean, we don't really. I mean, we're going to pile on DC, I should say, but we don't need to dwell too much on it. But it's just, it's, it's in a weird place because the movies were making money, and now it wasn't as much of a financial success, even though Wonder Woman kind of was. So, who knows exactly where they're going to go with this thing? Um, it's kind of yeah. weird. I wonder why people didn't see it. Because, like, if you're going to go see like Dawn of Justice, like, why wouldn't you see this movie? I guess because it has Wonder Woman, and people like that movie. So, like, wouldn't they still just be excited to, if nothing else? Go see her if they saw well, they saw her movie and liked it, and still saw the last movie before that, and even and even though it was really bad, like I, I don't know, it's it's kind of weird, but uh. yeah, and, and I think there are, I think there are good things in in the movie, but you want to know I, want to know what's ironic though is that you inform me, which is weird when like you're telling me facts about a movie beforehand. Usually it's the other way around. Uh, rude, but, honestly, but I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. It's usually just like. I, 
that's not a criticism. It's just like usually you're just like, I don't know about this. And like, I'm telling you stuff. And you, you informed me that the runtime of this movie was an hour and 50 minutes. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I thought it was going to be like two hours and 30 minutes of watching like Zack Snyder do Zack Snyder things. And the, I, the thing I think was like the most disappointing about this movie was that that was the thing that was I was probably most excited about. And is the how the runtime? Yeah. But then. It, it shortened itself up by at least a half an hour compared to what everyone assumed it would be, but it still spent just as much time like setting everything up kind of like suicide squad did like getting all these characters to the spots where they needed to be together and spending so much time on the setup and just as much time on like the shitty last act of like a CGI terrible villain. So it's like, it's, it kept like the worst parts of the movie just as long despite shortening the movie by like a half an hour. Yeah. And I think that was like the, that's like the biggest problem for me with the movie overall, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, I think that they could have – this movie could have been longer because they could have devoted more time to some of the characters. Um, maybe they want to – I guess they want to save some of that stuff for the – Justice League 2. Well, for this – I guess for the solo movies. But then again, we talk, we've talk. we talked about it like six times. They should have done it. They should have done those first. Yeah, you, you don't make ensemble movies and then do the solo movies after. Uh, and I know Marvel is sort of doing that but is much more efficiently like – Hey, Spider-Man's going to be in uh, Civil War for 15 minutes, and then he's going to get his whole movie. And Black Panther's going to be in it for 10 minutes, and then he's going to get a whole movie, and it makes sense. And then, you know, they they did it again now with Flash and Aquaman, and they did it before with Batman. They did it with Wonder Woman. So now we're still waiting for three of the four movies. Wonder Woman, again, it was good. I think we both agree that it was a good movie, despite how similar it was to a Marvel movie. And, uh, and, and how shitty the last sequence was. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned it. The last the last scene in this one is it's actually not as terrible as the one in Wonder Woman, but it's it's like it, it's just constant. Yeah. Like, I'm so tired of it. We've we've seen it. We talk about it in Wonder Woman. We've seen it in every superhero movie, Marvel, whatever it is. It's and also it's, super predictable. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, we in, in our John of Justice pod, we talked about how fucking dumb it was that they uh, tried to make us think Superman was dead. And then they moved yeah. the, and then they moved the little yeah. rocks on top of his coffin at the end of the movie. Like, oh, he might be alive. But then they make such a big part of this movie about how what are the consequences going to be if we bring Superman back from the dead? But yeah. like, we know you're going to bring Superman back from the dead. And then when Superman's not back in the movie yet, when you're not doing so well in this battle, I wonder how you're going to win the battle. Like, yeah. It was so dumb. Like they just, yeah. they, they should, they should have just like woken him up like in the first twenty minutes of the movie. It's just generic superhero movie, like with Zack Snyder, dark. And the, so there's, there's a couple things. First thing is the fact that they like spent twenty percent of Batman v Superman can trying to convince us that Superman was dead and having his funeral and like all this emotional stuff, and then they sort of almost go too far in this and like how woke they are that he's going to come back. It's just like, there, there's no suspense to it at all. And like, cause Henry Cavill's on all the media tours and <laughs> he's in the trailer and they talk about Superman and it's like such a waste of so uh, much wasted, so much wasted motion. Yeah. So much wasted motion. And like, obviously you're not going to have fucking justice league without Superman. Like it's, like, it's so stupid. And we talked about it before. Like, was it two years ago, one year ago, whatever it was. Then, uh, it, it's it's just silly. And all of Amy and, Adams' time is spent like mourning, and it's like 
this character doesn't need to be in this movie at all. Like we know it's Lois Lane, but like, and we know she signed a contract five years ago to view a bunch of movies, but you're spending all of her time. You got a six time Oscar nominated actress. That's just there whining about whether or not Superman's yeah. going to live. And we all know we're, he's going to live. It's just, yeah, just playing concerned wife, concerned girlfriend. You may, and as, it's well, just, you may as well just not have her there at all. Yeah. Uh, and the, and then they just like casually, like, when they finally bring Superman back to life and Amy Adams just casually shows up to like calm him down when she like thinks he's dead is hilarious. He's like, he's like totally brainwashed and trying to kill all of the other people that if he was, if he was lucid, would know we're good guys. And then she just shows up and it's all cool. It's like, it's like the Martha moment from the first one without like the corny line, you know? But it's like, why don't you have this scene where Batman is like going to Lois Lane and it's like, Hey, um, we need Superman. We found this technology. We're going to try to get him to be alive. I know this is going to be emotional for you and for Martha and whatever, but they, they don't even have that. She just shows up and she's like calming presence for Superman. And it's like, uh, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's funny because we just watched Ragnarok and they basically did the same exact thing with the incredible Hulk, but they did it in a way that makes sense and it's not like cheesy i mean it's a little cheesy but it it like but doesn't take away from the movie and you can feel the emotion behind well, it Well, it was also established in the earlier marvel movies that um that um black widow had like the ability to kind of get through to him when he was sure. in the crazy mode so it, it it was already like following its own rules and made sense that he would have been able to come down from being hulk that way but here it's just like we don't even know what's wrong with superman but we know that lois lane will get through to him no matter what just because yeah, and then and then his mom shows up like at their old house, and it's like just weird. And it's also weird because Batman's feeling so guilty, but then uh, Superman's mom gets her house taken away, and then Batman starts paying for it after she gets taken away. Instead of like Batman, you could clearly help her pay for the house. <laughs> it's like you feel so guilty, and he's like following this whole thing. It's it's <laughs> it's just like a lot of little things like that that are just annoying. Um, I, the thing is, I think we talked about it in Batman v Superman. Is the stuff with like Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot is probably the best stuff in the movie. Like when they're sort of like doing their, "Hey, I'm Batman. We're gonna have an emotional conversation," kind of thing. Let's get the that band. Stuff, let's bring get yeah. the team together and. Yeah, but like when they when they were like fighting and they're like because they're like punching each other emotionally, but it actually like has the weight behind it. Yeah, and, and, and he, like he, makes sense. He was kind of being a dick about the the Steve stuff, but he yeah. was like. But he was to like, a point, though. But he, but he was like, but he was kind of right. But he was just being a huge dick about it. So it was yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned Ezra Miller. It's basically he's just like a voice for Joss Whedon to tell jokes in this movie. Uh, most of them work. I think. I think he's charming enough. Um, it's one of those things where you wish. I don't. I, I wish that he wasn't like this. Wasn't his intro into the into like the universe because oh, remember he had an intro in Batman v Superman when he was, yes. he was in the dream sequence. <laughs> yes. When they had this, this, this <laughs> dream sequence, fan service dream sequence to the fans that people don't understand because they don't read comics that in depth. And this is, there's this movie does it too, where they have this whole thing with like dark side and nobody in the audience knows who the fuck that is and they don't care. And yet, like or, he's step, like, or or who Steppenwolf really is? He's just like someone he, yeah, that terrorized Steppen, the Amazons. Yeah, and it's like kind of important to the actual like central problem in the movie, the conflict. But they just like they just like say words and like this is the conflict. But they're 
unless you're like super into the comics and super into DC, you're not going to like really understand dark side and Steppenwolf and all that. And Marvel does a similar thing with what, to what DC is doing with dark side with Thanos. Cause he's appeared very sure. sparingly, just like dark side, such a weird uh, presence, but at least like they've like sprinkled in enough things about him and obviously talked about him in ways that were a little more informative. Like they did in, especially in guardians two with the daughters. And here yes. it's just like, what I, I still couldn't tell you anything about it, you know? But they, but that's because they didn't tell us anything about it. They just like mention it. And if you if if you like aren't paying attention, you're gonna be. If I was if I went up to someone, I was like, oh, what did you think about the stuff they said about Dark Side? They'd be like, who's Dark Side? What? I didn't even hear that name in the movie. It's like very subtle, but there's it's subtle. F- for like a strange reason, but it's weird I because guess. like you should know what the threat is, and they're trying to hint at a threat aside from Steppenwolf. Because yeah, like, like a bigger because like, Bruce keeps saying like something's sure. coming, like a something DC universe there. threat. Is that's I, that's I, what they're trying I, to get I, at? I feel it. It's like okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's it's just bothersome. And then Aquaman Momoa, he's good, I guess. I yeah, don't. I legitimately think that movie might be good. Uh, like, well, I mean, mostly because of Amber Heard, I think. And and, and isn't Nicole Kidman playing the bad, per, the villain? It's kind of uh, like no it's, it's like a total like, ripoff of Thor Ragnarok, just getting the like the the fifty something like respected <laughs> British actress or Australian, excuse me, Australian yeah. actress. They're both Australian. Her and Kate Blanchett, but like yeah. Nicole Kidman's a really good actress too. And but, like I, I've yeah. never seen any of James Wan's movies because I don't we, I, we don't really usually watch horror stuff. But like he's yeah. like a very respected horror person. And I saw an interview with him where he was like, I could have taken this or the Flash, and here I'm getting to build more of my own world and do my own thing, and they're letting me do my own thing. So and like I like Momoa. I mean like I like Amber Heard too, and like that'll probably be a big reason why it's good if it's good. Uh, but I, I I enjoyed that. I enjoy having that kind of presence where it's just like a dude that's just like I don't I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get drunk and do whatever I want. And yeah, I mean it'll be cool to have that kind of villain in there in, in yeah. the universe and see what it's like to put a movie around him. Yeah. Well, James Wan did do uh, Fast Seven. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. So. But so that'll that'll be interesting to go from doing horror and then doing like. I, Fest is basically a superhero franchise at this point, to be honest. Um, it, it, it definitely is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it'll be, and the thing is, like, visually, it's going to be, like, it could be super cool to do, like, all the underwater stuff um, and all, like, the the Aquaman, like, whole whole thing. It's going to be cool. Um, it, it just, like, uh, just when you do, I, I just can't get over when you're, like, doing this ensemble stuff and you're just throwing in main characters that, you want people to like understand, but you don't tell them about beforehand. Uh, it, it it bothers me, and I don't think I'm going to be able to get over it. I actually thought that Cyborg was really good, though. Oh, Nicole Kidman's actually playing his mom. So his mom? Uh, yeah, in, in the movie. So I it's guess. probably in a flashback because she's dead. I think. Oh, that's unfortunate. I, I don't know why I thought she was playing the bad guy. It's gonna have. It's gonna have. Uh, I guess they have Willem Dafoe and Dolph Lundgren. Um, I don't really know who the main bad guy is going to be, but I don't know. I still think I, I just I still think it might be good, but uh, but yeah. Um, I thought yeah, Ray Fisher was was actually pretty good as Cyborg. Yeah, and I, that that dude, like I guess he didn't really have any film credits aside from just being shown on a picture in the in the or first t- one or so, TV stuff. Yeah, good on him. I mean, I don't know exactly what a movie about him would look like, and I don't even know if they have one in the works. But I mean, if they could, like, I, I like that actor. You know, I thought I mean, that stuff with him and his dad was like the most interesting stuff in the movie, though. Yeah, because I, I I really don't know anything about him. I mean, I'm yeah, not, no, I mean nobody movie. knows nobody. Yeah, nobody knows about Cyborg because so I, it's Superman and Batman. Like, so just like how much? I mean, his dad's obviously like hiding him out and stuff, and having to. I mean, like that's just an interesting 
dilemma for a person or quote unquote person, you know, to be yeah. in, like having to yeah. deal with coming to realization of what he is. Like yeah. I, I, I would enjoy spending more time with him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And cause one thing is they don't, <laughs> they just like don't explain his powers at all in this movie. He can do it. He can, he can hack into anything here. Yeah. He can, he, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. He can pretty much do anything possible. At like all. flash. You can understand his powers. You can understand why he can generate electricity. You can understand why he moves fast. Um, he, he is the surveillance state, but he can also fly and bush it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think they did a terrible job with him, but it's one of those things again, where probably should have been just, a movie. They're just lacking in the details, which like really fulfill character development. And in a movie like this, at the end of the day, it's not really about the like what happens. And we talked about it during Guardians too, because we thought that like they actually had good character development in in the movies, mm-hmm. and because we don't really care about the action as much. Yeah. It's fun when you watch it, but at the end of the day, it, if the character development is there, you're going to feel emotions at the end, whatever, and that'll make the movie better. Uh, this movie, it just it just like empty space, um, and it's it's not as bad as Suicide Squad. It's not as bad as Dawn of Justice, but it's just one of those things where it's just not good. And but it has the potential to be, in, but they just seem to not care. Maybe them not making money this time will give them a change of uh, pace. But I don't know. Yeah, the the um, Wikipedia, so you know it's right, says uh, the three hundred million dollar budget, four hundred eighty five million box office right now, and that budget number, like, uh, that, that sometimes doesn't even include the marketing number. So, like, yeah, for a worldwide, which I'm sure is a fuck ton. Yeah, so uh, who knows if they're making even gonna make money on it, which is pretty ridiculous. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, the, the color palette, man. Again, like it's so dark in this movie. <laughs> There's no life to it, and it's so frustrating. Like you, you have Themyscira, and that's like the only thing in this whole universe. Even Themyscira been... felt like less vibrant than it did in Wonder Woman. I could have sworn it. I could have sworn yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like in Wonder Woman, the first like 20 minutes is like great. It's colorful, and then after that, it just goes back to DC Universe, like Zack Snyder verse. Just dark color palettes. No, and this movie like, doesn't. I yeah. just mean like, in the, this yeah. movie, Themyscira yeah, felt a little 100%, 100%. different. 100%. I don't know why, but it did. Because Patty Jenkins wasn't shooting it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it just bothers me. I know that it's what they want to do, but I don't. It's it's something that you notice now after four or five movies. Yeah, I mean, what I, what I, what I do want to say, though, since like I totally agree with you on that, I I, I had even observed – I feel like I said this on one of our last few podcasts, but like there wasn't a shot of daylight in the trailer, and I'm just like, well, maybe there will be some in the movie. And like no. I can think of like maybe like when Bruce and Diana are walking around at one point outside talking. Mm. Like it might have still been cloudy, but it wasn't dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like I said, Thermoscuro, kind of dreary. Um yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I honestly can't think of a time. And then, well, the scene when Superman came back to life, like, that was during the day. But it, like, it, but was, it was still it's dark. All, it's all, like, overcast. Like, it's never just, yeah. like, let's go walk around when it's sunny outside yeah. or anything like that. That's, yeah. that's not a thing that happens in these movies. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that I think, because I told you how I didn't like the beginning, really. I didn't like the end that much. Um, I agree with you on the Batman, Wonder Woman stuff. Like, they're pretty fun together, I suppose. I, I just wish there had been more time with them, just like hanging out as a team that wasn't just arguing about Superman. Because um, I think like you get that in the Guardians movies a lot. You get that in the in the Avengers slash Civil War stuff. Like, yeah, you gotta. And I, I, 
it would have felt too much like injecting fake, like not fake, or just injecting like Suicide Squad, where they have the bar scene. <laughs> or yeah, or, or oh, well, yeah, you could you run might run into that thing where you're overcorrecting, which is what I was worried they were going to do when I saw the first trailer. And, yeah. and and you said that like uh, uh, Flash was just maybe a mouthpiece for Josh Whedon, but that 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 first trailer they dropped was hit, the scene where he meets Superman, which is or where he meets Bruce, which is kind of funny. Yeah. And that was that that was obviously shot before the whole Joss Whedon thing came in. So like some of that stuff they were trying to be funny from the start, which is and I like that scene. That was fine. But I think what I was kind of worried about was that maybe they were just gonna try and, and there were points where I felt there was forced humor, not just with him, but like like the part at the end where like there's some stuff at the end, maybe that Aquaman was saying that seemed like kind of <laughs> Yeah. Oh like when Superman gnarly. Like, Yeah, gnarly or all right, yeah. let's go or something like that. Yeah. When 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 uh, Superman shows up, but so like sounded like he like was that. in a studio voicing over some shit that he said. Right, and you don't need to have all of them in there cracking jokes or having a party scene. But I think there's a, a middle ground you can strike where it's just them hanging out in a lower stress environment than fighting the villain. And if you just write these characters how you really intend them to be, like ideally they might be charming enough. I th- I think, and I think that like in a nutshell, we don't dislike any of these characters right i mean like we might not yeah, have like i mean Superman's yeah, trash. yeah aside, aside from him i mean like but like we like we even said in our podcast on uh donna justice that like affleck was our favorite part of that movie we liked wonder woman we we were fine with ezra and we just talked about it like we were okay with jason momoa like even as much as we dislike these movies we don't really dislike these characters which shows you which i think is a testament to how bad the filmmaking is if you still manage to screw up a movie in spite of that but just like let these people hang out and be themselves and I think we might just have a little bit more fun, and I think that's what those other movies I was mentioning are careful to do. Yeah, and we've seen – I'm trying to think. We've seen Spider-Man. We've seen Thor. Is that it? This uh, sure? Guardians and uh, – Well, uh, Logan, but that's different. Yeah. It's just this – maybe it's just because it's earlier in the DC universe, but like the stakes are just – they don't always need to be like end-of-the-world stakes. You know what I mean? Like – uh, stuff like that when it's a little bit lower le- like less stakes it just makes it more like, fun like ragnarok it was just one yeah. pl- one one planet that might which might be destroyed but not like everything i mean it was kind of clear that like they obviously had other places to go i mean i don't know it wasn't it didn't they, they didn't make it feel as like over the top i mean uh that that kind of was that, that, that those kind of were the stakes in guardians too though you know like he was trying to like yeah demolish everything but i mean i think we talked a lot on that podcast about how they still made that final sequence like really interesting in spite of like in spite of it the crazy stakes and the cgi you know yeah um what did you think of uh jeremy irons i i kind of can't see anyone else as alfred at this point in my life besides uh michael kane besides michael kane <laughs> yeah i mean it's just old white Briti- think, it's yeah. old white british dude i mean if you ask me like if you if you just say think about think think alfred i'm gonna think michael kane but yeah. i didn't necessarily dislike him but he's just there to like talk to bruce and be british i mean i don't really yeah. i don't not bad he's that's his alfred's job you know yeah yeah i don't know i just this this movie isn't like offensively bad like i said like the other movies in the universe but it's it's just not good and it's frustrating to see it just continue down this path despite constant criticism. We say the same thing on every podcast and it just doesn't change. Um, but we're professional. So I, I we're know. professional. So we go, you go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At Zack Snyder on Twitter, make, <laughs> make your movies better. Um, um 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much more to say. Like we, we've, there's nothing like original in this movie. It's generic comic book movie for the stuff. And are you, uh, are, you know, you want them to be more creative. No, just like it's just like thematically, it's just generic comic book movie stuff. You know what I mean? Like you, I, you want them to do more than than what they did. Yeah, so. I'm kind of like. Uh, I was gonna ask how you're feeling about a potential. Uh, um, flash movie at this point because we like we know it's probably like it's been such a uh, like a disaster getting it to happen yeah. but like i couldn't even, like they don't even have a wikipedia page for oh no they do have a wikipedia page for it now i guess uh no they don't it, it like links to the dc extended universe if you click on it i was trying to like find out more information about it but no because like i i actually like i was excited when i saw um him talking to billy crudup because uh, I, I enjoy Billy Crudup these days, and it was a reunion for, of them from the Stanford Prison Experiment movie, and it's like, oh, maybe he would play a point in some kind of Flash movie. And then they have him, and they have Kiersey Clemens, and who knows what else, but then that movie, it might just never happen. Like, I don't know. I, I think I might even like, I might have liked Ezra even a little more than you did in it. And I, I like him a lot. Oh, I okay, just... Yeah, yeah you, just, you, just, you, you just, some of the lines didn't do it for you. Um, no, I thought he was fine. I just, it's one of those things where, like, it's just such a shame that this is how the characters are being like introduced into into people's minds because it, Flash is a cool character and he's just like kind of he's kind of a joke in this movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And and since everything else is so serious, it's just is like eh, doesn't really fit in as well, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think we're just kind of out of stuff to say because it's uh, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's not good, and we've kind of we've said it. it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's really nothing insightful to add about it. If you if you really want to be invested in this thing going forward, just to and say you were there from the ground up before yeah. it got good, uh, go see it. I guess. But yeah. You probably wouldn't bother listening to this if you hadn't seen it. But yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're. I don't know that we would see these movies if we didn't feel like we had to. I guess, but yeah, it's like, we, I'm trying to think, I mean, I, I just didn't see that many superhero movies before we did the podcast. Really. I mean, I, I you, you were much more well-versed in them than I was. And I was probably, and I, like, I obviously see lots of movies these days, but at that point, like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't even think I knew what age of Ultron was before you asked me, like, did you have your ticket <laughs> like three years ago? Like that, 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 that was like how ignorant uh, I was on them. So like, uh. James would be so disappointed to hear that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, but like, I did, I did the work. Remember, like, I watched, yeah, all, yeah, I watched like seven Marvel movies in like yeah, in like ten yeah. days right before it. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's just, I, I, if someone's not like, there's just not really any reason to go see this if you're like not a fan of these comic books and you don't do a podcast where you expect people to take your opinions on movies seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you one hundred percent. It was just again, like, if someone like you who watches hundreds of movies, like didn't care about Marvel, which is uh, pretty much like what the the standard, at least like, hey, be as good as this. And then now you have this like whole universe where it's just like these iconic people like just being trash, just like written poorly, just boring, uninteresting. And it, it's just disappointing because you it's not something you can recommend to somebody like, yeah, go see this. It's, there's like nothing redeeming about it, you know? Yeah, go watch. <laughs> go watch Christopher Nolan movies again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it's, if someone's like, "What's the best reason to go see this movie?" Like, I'd be, I don't know. You get to 
hear a couple of jokes and sit in a, while you sit in a dark room for an hour and 50 minutes. Like I, yeah, I, it's I, not two hours. I, that's I, your, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Like it, there's gotta be some like thing you can hold on to and be like, you'll at least get this. Like, I mean, even if we didn't enjoy it, I guess someone could have, someone could have left. That's the one thing. Someone could have like left on of justice being like, yeah, but you do get to see Batman and Superman fight. Like, I don't, I don't even know what the one thing is you could like, tell people here you know yeah but even then that fight scene was like uber disappointing in Batman v superman yeah um it's it's funny because i think the best the best scene in this movie might be the after credit scene Uh, with with flash and superman oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. like that legit like that's the kind of stuff they needed to interject during the rest of the film to like give it more life but they didn't Uh, yeah i don't know if i would have trusted like them to absolutely do that, do not that, do that in a way. like if you if you put the, if you just put that scene somewhere in the movie you're just like oh that's what josh whedon told them to do when he came in just to make it <laughs> yeah. not seem so depressing it would like, sure. there, there wouldn't have been a way for them to, like they're, they're, they're not good enough at this to like seamlessly do that like, i guess i was saying like it, it, as fun as that scene is it probably just needed to, it, it probably could have just spent some more time made it longer and like i said just maybe had a had a scene with those people like sitting in a room and you could have naturally had a, f- a couple of light moments, maybe nothing as fun as that, but it would have been a little more not so thrown in, but they yeah. didn't do that. So, bleh. yeah. All right. Well, if you guys want to talk about it more, you can find us on social media. Uh, Josh, where you at? At Josh Urnavoy, J-O-S-H-J-U-R-N-O-V-O-Y. Uh, podcast Twitter is 52 and 52 pod. Uh, my Twitter is at a clambic, A-K-L-A-M-B-A-K-E. Our podcast emails 52in52pod at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you thought about Justice League, and we'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.